So uh, instead of a normal disclaimer, we want to uh, issue a small condolence to the family and friends and students of Daphne, a wrestling legend in my eyes, who early, early yesterday morning passed away. Um, not going into specifics because that's not my place. As a show of respect, uh, we'll do a small moment of silence before we get the podcast started. so much uh if you are having any issues uh mentally don't be afraid to reach out somebody will always be there to talk to you um just thank you and uh enjoy the show so no head Welcome to the Just Plain Filthy Podcast. I'm Casey Campbell. I'm TJ Vegas, and today we're going to run down the upcoming hyped-as-fuck all-out pay-per-view. We're going to talk about some... uh, some fallout that happened the last couple weeks. Um, we're going to do more movie talk. And I guess this week it's my turn to run the gauntlet. Yes, it is. It is your what turn. What the gauntlet's going to consist of, we'll find out later. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, my, my wife actually pitched this. And I guess it's a pretty substantial list. Oh, it's Will a it big ass list. I don't know, because I didn't know what the original list was. Uh, it's, so. <laughs> a, it's a pretty big fucking list. Uh, I, I've made no alterations to it. Uh, so, we'll see how it goes. Right. Um, now, now if I yell at her, I'll be like, it's actually her fault. Oh. <laughs> As opposed to when you yell at her and it's not her fault? Damn, yeah, you're a terrible no. husband, TJ. Yeah. Feel that bad. Was... Feel bad about yourself. Um, but yeah, you want to get right into it? We can stop with what happened the last couple weeks before we drop into the old pay-per-view discussion. Oh, did something happen the last couple weeks in wrestling? Um, oh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, yeah, let's talk about it. Uh, that thing that I've been saying was going to happen for years on the podcast uh, finally happened. You all At least c- it wasn't in WWE. At least it wasn't in the WWE. Uh, Devin doesn't have to eat a shoe now. Uh... But once again, once again, I'm proven right by the wrestling gods. Uh, CM Punk is back in wrestling for good. He didn't cut a Dwayne Johnson, I'm going to be here forever, but then he's not actually going to be here forever because that would be fucking stupid. Um, (laughs) CM Punk is back. Yeah. Tony Khan did what everybody thought was impossible, and they reignited this man's passion. Uh, this fire burns, as Killswitch Engage once said. Always. Such a good song. Yeah, such a good song. Such a it's a fucking good song. Fuck it. I would have been okay with any iteration of CM Punk. Like, he 
comes back to AFI, I'm happy. He comes back to, like, Kill Switch in some shape or form, I'm happy, even though that's probably a WWE licensed song now. Um, um, but he came back to Cult of Personality, and I was, I was so sure this was going to be a fucking rip. I was like, yo... MJF is going to come back and he's going to be like, I defeated the guy who said he was the best in the world. I'm the best in the world. I'm CM Punk, what you wanted. I... And then I saw CM Punk. I was like, oh, we doing this. Oh, We're God. actually doing this. <laughs> I haven't felt that kind of pure wrestling joy since Edge came back, actually. So, like, it was good on them. Like, they created a moment. It was the worst kept secret in wrestling history. But... Purpose. On purpose. They, they, well, how are you going to get fucking 10,000 people into an arena? Off the... Pro, off the maybe there might be some CM Punk flavor in this water. <laughs> like, I know we clown on Jim Cornette a lot. Well, Jim yeah. Cornette went out there and he said... At CM Punk's his debut to AEW, his return to wrestling was done perfectly. Like it, because everybody said that CM Punk couldn't wasn't a draw and he didn't have the star power, but he sold out that giant arena on just the rumor that he was going to be there. Exactly, it was uh, perfect. That's something, and then he clowned Booker T because Booker had the worst take. <laughs> Anybody I mean, is that's Booker T. That's he hasn't had a good fucking take since like thousands. Well, Booker was like he he made it all about WWE, and then Corn Cornette was like, "Listen here, you little shit." Like <laughs> I liked it. You know me, the guy that hates everything. Yeah, I liked it. You're being an asshole, and I was like, "Damn, Cornette, you fucking did go off like." <laughs> I, I'll give you your double onions, double pickles. Like, you deserve that fucking cheeseburger today. Like. <laughs> yeah, so many good things. Like, the last, since it started, Rampage has been so awesome. And, uh, I've, I was, I was hyped for it. I didn't know what to expect originally. I was like, one hour show, three matches, we're gonna get Sunday Night Heat. And then they're like, it's Rampage! And I was like, I remember the last time Paige got rammed. It was amazing. Yeah, we talked now, about it for three years. <laughs> yeah. And then, so then it starts, and I'm like, okay. A solid match. This a rib? Second <laughs> match. This is really good. Third match, Christian becomes Impact World Champion. I was like, okay, you guys got something here. And I watched the next week. And it was good. And the next week... And it was good. And now tonight, later on, after you listen to this podcast, go and watch Rampage because it's the go home show. Oh, it's gonna be so all good. out. And I'm I I try to see if I can find out what the fucking card is for it. Well, figure but it out, man. Because like CM Punk, I'm hyped. CM Punk returning is my new favorite AEW moment. Uh, before that, it was the Young Bucks pulling the golden trigger on Kenny Omega. And Kenny Omega getting super pissed off, kicking out at one because the Young Bucks reminded him that he had to leave Kota Ibushi in Japan. Very sad. Uh, very, very okay, sad. Okay, I, I found what the Rampage episode is tonight. Yeah, what's up? Rampage tonight. Rebel and Jamie Hayter versus Oof. Chris Statlander in a handicap match. Love to see it. 
Uh, Malachi Black um, gets back into the ring to face off against Lee Johnson. Let's go. And Darby Allen with Sting faces Daniel Garcia with 2.0. CM Punk on commentary. Ah, watch out. Don't spill his diet soda. Uh, also, there's going to be a promo and challenge kind of thing for Miro addressing his opponent for All Out. I love it. Which is Eddie Kingston. Love it. Um, that's a that's, that's great. A really good, match. good on AEW for winning the Wednesday Night Roars. And causing Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard to ruin NXT. <laughs> I I feel bad ever calling it the Wednesday Night Wars because it was nothing even remotely close to the Monday Night Wars. Oh, no, definitely not. It was just two really good wrestling programs sharing the same block of time. And unfortunately, uh, NXT lost, which means that the only good WWE wrestling program is going to turn to shit. Real fast. I think SmackDown's pretty good, but I also haven't watched SmackDown in forever. I mean, I don't SmackDown even really watch is anything anymore. SmackDown is pretty good, but like, uh, have you heard any of the rumors regarding NXT? I just know Vince McMahon and Bruce Prichard and are going to be running it. There's a handful of more talent that they're trying to get rid of. Yep. Um, and they're primarily focusing on. Actors, models, and athletes that have no prior wrestling experience that they're going to groom into being wrestlers. Yeah. Sounds fucking awful, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think it's going to be awful, but I'm probably going to watch the first couple episodes before I make my assumption of whether or not I'm going to drop it all together. Uh, I just, I hope uh, Hunter is furious. I hope he is furious. Hunter moves to NXT UK. He's like, fuck it. I'm an Englishman now. No, I hope Hunter quits WWE and starts his own thing. (laughs) Blackjack and hookers. Could you imagine that? By the end of the year, Hunter Hunter Hearst Helmsley quits the WWE to start his own wrestling promotion. Would it be NXT? No, it would not. Because he's not a fucking billionaire. It's going to be called Hunter's House of Hurt. Hunter's House of It's going to be Triple H. Uh, no, I think that's what's going to happen. He's not... I, I can't imagine he's very happy with this decision. Um, Food Orange plays every every wrestler to the ring. Oh, that'd be amazing. That'd be great. Poppy is the ring announcer. <laughs> Paul Levesque is all elite. Shawn uh, <laughs> Michaels is the bathroom attendant. Yes. But that I mean it's just speculation. Don't there's no news on this um cuz obviously WWE wouldn't be like the guy that we've basically have been hinting at handing the keys to for years is very unhappy with us. They wouldn't do that. Uh I just can't imagine them taking his baby like that and him being very happy about it. Vince McMahon is the dingo that just took Triple H's baby. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, I'm so... Yeah, I. that's what I want to see in 2021 is a wrestling show produced by Vincent K. McMahon and Bruce Pritchard. Um, with no wrestlers. With no wrestlers. Zero wrestlers. <laughs> which, you know, Bruce Pritchard is supposed to be like this old school guy, right? He, he has a ton of stories. I love listening to his podcast. What the fuck you doing? Like... 
No wrestlers? You know what has made you, like, a ton of fucking money since you ran CM Punk off? Signing indie wrestlers. It's your whole business model, and you're fucking it up. Uh, no, let's okay. let's make every worker we have angry so they'll leave and go to the other guy. Do it. Fine. Burn the ship. It's over. I mean, kind of what you just ended with, kind of, but not really. You said the other guy, but there's rumors that Braun Strowman might actually be going to Impact. Well, yeah. I'm not. I'm not mad at. I didn't want him being thrown into AEW because they have so many of the bigger guys, and his style doesn't really ma- mesh that well. Yeah, but exactly. if you have a big guy with a limited move set in Impact, where there's only like one other big guy. Well, when I say the other guy, I mean like out. the the five other guys who are, you know, yeah. going. Hey, we're all buddies. Like. That's I'm how like, it should work. I would either like to see him in NWA, Impact, or Japan. Yes. But NWA started getting back, and I don't know if they'd have enough money to sign him because I'm sure his bonuses, his thing that he's asking for is rather big. I don't and know. Japan, you he doesn't have too much of an actual wrestling expertise, like expertise, yeah, whatever. That's the word I'm looking for, not really. Um, but... Like, he, he's been wrestling in WWE, but he's got no prior knowledge of it. Mm. He, he doesn't have a very wide move set, and he's not sure how it how it works over there. That so wouldn't work for New Japan. So Impact is like that good, happy medium until he grows and can move out. I mean, I say, I'd say Japan would likely be a very good experience for him. Godzilla. Uh, especially, like, we've had a ton of guys go over there from the U.S. and they come back the greatest fucking wrestlers you've ever seen. But, like, you, like, because you, you, you have guys like, I mean, the first guy, the Big Van Vader, went over there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Destroyed Antonio Inoki. <laughs> came back a fucking god. Like, you had Brock Lesnar go over there. And Brock Lesnar uh, was he, good. He yeah, became IWGP champion for a bit. Yeah, he went over there. He became a champion. He comes back here, and now he makes a living just breaking dudes' heads. Like, I mean, Albert went over there, became Giant Bernard, and then came back as Tensai. I mean, if you don't come back and go to WWE, unless your name is Brock Lesnar, um, like you're you're good. Like even guys that were over there. Already, like, native-born Japanese wrestlers coming over here and making our product better. Like, I would love, because you you got guys like Kenta, you got guys like Shinsuke Nakamura that come over here and they introduce these other talent, like our talent, to the idea of strong style in WWE and... The stiffer the shots, like, if you could give me Walter and Dragunov and Shinsuke in the same match, I would watch that every fucking day. Because that's, that's grappling, hard hits, stiff shots, like, make it look real. That is what Japan is really good at, that's what the UK is really good at, like, send Strowman over to the UK or Japan, I guarantee you he comes back. Looking like a million bucks. Because if you teach that guy how to 
work strong style, guess what? You have the new monster. You have somebody hand made Bob Sapp look like a fucking beast. They can make <laughs> they can Exactly. Make Fuck Bob Sapp. It's back. <laughs> um, before we get too carried away, uh, we still need to go do the rundown for All Out. Yeah, let's go. Uh, I have it pulled up on my computer, and I also have Bill's predictions on my phone. It's not in the same order, so it's going to be a headache, but I got this. Um, first match is a 10-man tag team match. Ooh. I think this is the My favorite. <laughs> um, best Friends... And Jurassic Express. Nice. Uh, versus the Hardy Family Office, which is Matt Hardy, Private Party, and the Hybrid 2. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think Best Friends got it. Yeah, they need a win. But, but I, Hardy Family Office needs a win. Somebody needs to go over in that in that from that team. Exactly. Um... It's so hard to watch, like them seriously knowing that any match they're in they're going to lose yeah i definitely would say that it's either going to be best friends or the hardy family office i mean it, that those are the two things it's best friends with jurassic express mm. versus the hardy family office yeah <laughs> oh yeah no i don't see it. you know <laughs> fucking jurassic express <laughs> They're going to go over and kill the whole feud. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so I'm thinking the best friends in Jurassic Express team, that they're going to win. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to be mad if Hardy Family Office comes away with the win. Oh, exactly. Especially um, since you have Hardy match here. is the 21-woman Casino Battle Royal. Shit. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to go through every name. I just think of like who they normally have, who they have on their their roster for women. Um, and they brought back some of their uh, Japanese roster members too. It's gonna be none of the named talent that wins. There's one more woman to be announced, and I uh, wonder who it could be. <laughs> Bill says it's gonna be Ruby Soho. Yeah, yeah. Guess what? Ruby Soho is winning this match, guys. Uh, I I don't think so. I'm. I think it's either going to be, um, like Layla Hirsch, or it's going to be the returning Anna J. That makes sense, but also, I, I'm, I'm. That's also a wild accusation for me. So I'm probably wrong, but you know what? I always make wild fucking guesses. Yeah, I mean, I say Ruby Soho comes in, huge pop. She wins it. Uh, faces the women champion, loses, has to chase the t- title for a bit. It's gonna be like I'm. I'm thinking that she's probably like final three, mm-hmm. just to make sure that she's got a strong showing, and then she gets eliminated. And it's one person who's been prominent, one person that needs to prove themselves in her, and the person that needs to prove themselves overall is the one that wins. Yeah. Yeah, like Anna J coming back, and she's the one that shuts up Britt Baker. I mean, there's so many different booking decisions that it could really just go anyway yeah um we talked about the crossovers earlier um this one's gonna be good mm-hmm. on moxley versus kojima yes uh, i don't see kojima winning it no. once again if he does i'm not gonna be mad because uh, moxley's home turf? Man. no 
No, uh, Moxley has home field advantage, but these two boys are going to hit each other really, really hard. Yeah. And make it look great and make it look real. And that's all I want on my wrestling program. Like... It's gonna be. It's gonna be good. I. I also think Moxley. I think everybody. Yeah. Even uh, Bill said Moxley. Mm-hmm. Uh, unanimously Moxley. But hey, if I'm surprised, I'm not gonna be mad. No. I mean, obviously, uh, surprise me. If you could do the opposite of what I pick nearly every time, unless it doesn't make sense, then <laughs> do that. Like. Uh, this would be the one that I'm mad at. Uh, a White versus QT Marshall. Ooh. I need Paul White to win because he's fighting on behalf of Tony Schiavone. Yeah. Tony Schiavone is a fucking angel. De- definitely, you definitely need Paul White to win, but I expect some chicanery. The ringside with QT Marshall is Aaron Solo and Nick Camarado. Oh, so, so there definitely will be some happen. chicanery. <laughs> This will elevate one of the one of the people like Aaron Solo or Nick Camarado. Then I'm okay with QT winning. If they're just there to be hedgemen and I'm not going to go over, then Paul White needs this. Yeah, I'm excited um, to see him wrestle outside of the WWE. Yeah, like maybe he'll pull something off that we've never seen in his actual wrestling career. That would be amazing. Uh, do it, do it for your pops, giant. Do it for your fake ass pops. <laughs> um. I watched Big Boss Man carry that casket away. That's not Andre the Giant. The casket was too small. (laughs) Talking about careers, though, Chris Jericho puts up his career uh, for in-ring competition. It's MJF one last time. MJF wins. Which is a damn shame, considering the people coming into the company. But, like... Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking MJF wins because I want to see Chris Jericho be a uh, backstage like coach kind of thing and somebody on the commentary. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm also gonna say MJF. I'm gonna feel bad because it's gonna be four matches Chris Jericho has faced MJF and four matches MJF went over. Well, that's. But, <laughs> but I'm I'm not gonna be mad about it. I think that's a smart decision. Get out. You brought all the eyes to AEW with Chris Jericho. You've kept them all with the new people. Chris Jericho can now leave, and you have all these new people that are like being shown now with all the people that Chris Jericho brought in. Jericho three, Greenberg zero. <laughs> um. Next is Miro defending his TNT title against Eddie Kingston. Nice. Scary, scary lad. I don't know who to win. I don't know. I'm going to go with um, my drunk gangster uncle. <laughs> oh, hey. Yep. That's the kid. That's the guy at the barbecue. It's like, hey, do you want to? Bill do you... didn't even choose this match, that asshole. Do you want some shots, homie? Says Eddie Kingston at your family get-together. Eddie Kingston is the kind of guy who just sits on the lazy boy recliner in the living room of your aunt's house. Come in and just go, Uncle Eddie, some kids were picking on me. He gets up, he looks at you, he takes a cigarette out of his mouth and goes, they gonna die. Yeah. That's that, that's the that's the energy I radiate from him. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how much longer uh, at 
Lana has on her on her contract. Uh, if Lana ends up showing up, Miro's definitely winning. But if they're gonna hold off a little bit, Eddie Kingston's gonna get the rub. Lana has been released. No, I don't know how much longer she has on that no compete thing. Oh. She recently talked about it, but I don't know how much longer there is. It's true. Um yeah, he didn't choose that one, so I can't say Bill's fucking thing. Bill, I'm just gonna say you're also going Eddie Kingston because we're boys. Uh, the Young Bucks are facing off against the Lucha Brothers and what I'm thinking is the match of the night, honestly. Oh, this is going to be amazing. Young Bucks versus Lucha Brothers a steel cage for the tag titles. It's been great for, like, the past half a decade. It's going to be great now. Like, Yeah. Uh, how much... Do you think I'm going to get alcohol poisoning if I take a shot every time they go zero miedo? Uh, yeah. Okay. I wouldn't. I would yeah, Maybe uh, I'll just take a sip. I wouldn't do that. Maybe I'll just take a sip every time they say it. Yes. Um, Baker. Yes. Her women's championship against Chris Statlander or whatever might be left from the uh, match tonight. Yes. I'm Jamie Hayter is going to fuck somebody up, and I I don't know how badly she's going to get fucked up. It's going to be, uh, I think Britt is going to retain. I think Statlander is, but Bill also thinks that Britt Baker is going to retain. I just don't see a reason to take the title off of her yet. Just fuck him, that's why. <laughs> I, this isn't WWE, they're not going to do that. Like, wow, this oh, thing. Oh, they have a dentist? Oh, I wonder where they got that idea. Let's, uh, hey, let's take the title off of people for no goddamn reason. Brock is back! Hey, look, everybody's Brock! I'm actually kind of intrigued with the whole Brock being technically a face right now. I think it's going to be good because Roman right now is really good. Wow, things I never thought I'd say. Um, been killing it. Uh, dude, head of the table, love it. Acknowledge the tribal chief. Guess what? I acknowledge you. Especially with the new Fatu brother coming in. Oh, it's going to be amazing. Um, then we have the match that I think everybody's excited for. Yes. CM Punk versus Darby Allen. Yes. Uh, Bill says he thinks Punk. I, I think as long as CM Punk doesn't look weak, there's not a lot of botches. Anybody winning won't hurt either of them. Yeah, I mean, it could go either way. Because you got fresh young talent, you have returning talent. Um, I say strong showing from Darby Allen, but he's going to lose. Uh, I'm thinking Darby Allen loses, and then they look like they're going to do a show of respect, and Darby Allen just completely disrespects him. Mm -hmm. And Sting, Sting goes like, what the hell was that for? And just dark, broody, like, angsty-ass Darby. Like, I, you just ruined my one shot at stardom here. Yeah. And we have heel Darby versus, like, whoever. Like, Sam Punk, maybe for a couple more matches. And they have, like, a small feud. Uh, that would be great. I know that Punk wants to work with Darby. I know he wants to work with John Moxley because he's... I've never wrestled John Moxley before. <laughs> <laughs> This is great. Um, like, and now, 
the main event for the AEW World Championship yes. is Kenny, by God, Omega versus Cage. Versus who? Christian Cage. Christian Cage. Yeah. Uh, I don't see him winning the AEW title off of him. No. He took the impact. They're not going to give him both. Uh, It's going to be one of those things where uh, Christian gives it his all, but numbers game, man. I think the real winner here is going to be Brian Danielson. The real winner here will be Brian Danielson when he debuts in New York. That's how they're going to close the show out. I don't she think yet. Like, oh no, and then it's going to be elite promo, and then you're going to hear. Oh and shit! Come in there and have a stare down against Kenny Omega, and it's going to hype for a couple more like weeks, and then we're going to finally get the match that we all wanted that we haven't gotten since like 2006. I think that would be amazing, but I don't think they're going to have him come in until New York. I mean, I wanted him to come in in Queens, but all I'm seeing is things, people saying, oh, it's been validated, it's been approved, it's been, like, it's going to really happen. He's coming it all out. So I don't know what to expect. If he comes, that's how I feel it's going to come. And if he doesn't, well, then we're going to have to wait until New York. Kenny beats Christian. The lights go out. Then he's going to take the title all the way back to North Carolina. Kenny beats Christian. The lights go out. They pay their light bill. And then you hear subtle violin as you see a speck of light. And then another speck of light. And then another speck of light. No, it's not going to happen. It hasn't been 90 days yet. Wouldn't it be amazing, though? It's your violin, and then the speck of light, and then it just gets bigger, and then it's Walter. Oh, my God. That wouldn't happen, because, you know, that's not yeah. how it works. <laughs> we can fucking imagine. We can all wish. Oh, it would be amazing. No matter what happens with any of these matches, honestly, there's no wrong answer. No. it's Wrestling is really good right now. And, uh... No. How long before Kota Ibushi loses the IWGP Heavyweight Championship? Has that already happened yet? I believe it's already... Uh, yeah, it's happened. Because he lost it to um, Will Ospreay. And then Osprey got injured, and now Shingo has it. Damn. Uh, Kota, get over here. Your boy's acting crazy. <laughs> like, Go over here and give him a kiss. I was watching that video of him at StarCast last night where he's like... I knew if I asked him, if I begged him to come over here, he would, but I couldn't take his dream away, and I was like, God damn it, why are you making me cry right now? <laughs> uh, hey, um, Kenny Omega, you I, beautiful man. He just did uh, All Out, and I, it's going to be a long episode, I can tell already, so let's uh, just go to our first musical break. Yeah. This band's got a new album coming out. Yeah. September 24th. Yeah. If you're a fan of Senses Fail and you're a fan of Thrice, then you're going to be a fan of this band. This is Rough Dreams with Cursed at the Sun.
welcome back to the Just Plain Filthy Podcast. Uh, that was Cursed at the Sun by Rough Dreams. Now, yeah. earlier today, I was taking a walk, and I was walking all around uh, Nashville by the cemetery and all that shit. Yeah. I was listening to some Rough Dreams, which made me want to play them. They have an EP, which is four songs, and all of them are covers from bands that they love. I love One that. of those covers is a cover of At Your Funeral by Saves the Day. I love it. Now, in my opinion, and this is going to probably be a very unpopular opinion, I feel that the cover that they did is better than the original. An unpopular opinion on this show? Wow. Uh, never heard of it. <laughs> Which had me uh, thinking, what is a popular, what is a cover that you think is better than the bands that put it out? Uh, I asked it on Facebook before we went live. Oh, yeah. And uh, we got some, we got some pretty good ones. Some, one of them that I'm mad at. Uh, some other good ones. Uh, um, Ian says, Hurts is the obvious one, I think. Uh, Iron Snail's doing Hurt. Their version of that is the Johnny Cash version, is what he's saying. Yep. Uh, I agree. I agree. Uh, Patrick Reynolds says, Metallica's turned the page. Uh, Limp Biscuits Behind Blue Eyes. And I Prevail's cover of Blank Space. Jesus. Uh, I don't know. I like Blank Space. I really don't like the band I Prevail. So I can go with the other two for you, but I can't go with that last one. Uh, I don't know. I. Yeah. I mean, it's whatever. Ryan says, Disturbs cover of Sound of Silence. Go fuck yourself. I still very much prefer the our, um, Garfunkel... Simon and Garfunkel version. You almost said Garfunkel and Oates. I almost did, because I really like that band, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rodney Morris says, Hailstorm's cover of Bad Romance. Yes. I haven't heard it. But who knows? Um, says, 40 Below Summer did a better version of It's So Easy, uh, the way Gar- Guns N' Roses did it, but 40 Below was better. Right. Go to the bottom of this. My buddy Zach has one shitty take and one that kind of redeemed it. Mm. Shitty take, which I'm willing to throw hands for. It says, Semi-Charmed Kind of Life by DGD is better than the, than the Third Eye Blind version. I will fight you. I will go to your house and I will beat you with a pillowcase full of fucking bricks. Yeah, no, bad Don't take. you say that. It's a good song, uh, but it's not. It's, yeah, not better it's than a good original. cover. Nowhere near the original. No way. Um, but he says Chris Cornell's version of "Nothing Compares to You" is way better. There you go. That redeems I, it. Which I can understand. Uh, Casey, what is what is a, a song that you think might be better than the original? Well, this is gonna be a hot take. Uh, against me's Whatever. version of "People Who Died." I mean, um, I'm not. I don't think I'm familiar with the original. It's. I mean, it's basically the same thing. I just like. Uh, I just like Laura's version better. Uh, I like her voice a lot better. So. Who did the original? I don't remember who did the original, but I listened to the original, because uh, sometimes it pops up, and I'm like, oh yeah, people have died, uh, but. 
But it was, I think it was also in the new Suicide Squad movie. I don't know um, if it was the original version of it, though. I don't remember, but I like Laura's version because, goddamn, everything can be oh. improved by Laura Jane Grace, so. Oh, Nick Accardo says, the last 10 seconds of life's cover of Break Stuff. Yes. Uh, you think that's better? The last 10 seconds of life, gotta shout it out for my homies, man. What? <laughs> Um, like, ah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I like Limp Bizkit a lot, and I like that song. I feel like there's not really any ways that I could improve it. So maybe I'll check it out. I haven't heard it yet. So, um, last week, oh, last episode, we talked about movies, specifically superhero movies. Now, this week. I was looking around online and I saw a bunch of uh, rumors of casting decisions in two upcoming Marvel movies. Yes. I'll throw them out here. I don't know if they're real. Don't quote me on anything. These sites even say they're probably not real. If you think these are real, Casey, feel free to say anything. If you have any opinions, feel free to say anything. I don't, I don't really know the plot on these movies too much, so I can't dive into what is going to happen, what's not going to happen. Of course. Uh, they get me hyped. They get me fucking hyped. Yeah, let's, let's figure it out. Figure it out. This one, um, some people that are rumored to be in the new uh, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. Um, They're saying Patrick Stewart and James McAvoy are going to come back and be Professor X. Both of them? I, I heard a report. Timeline to timeline. I mean, I heard a report that maybe like one of them, both of them. That sounds. I, I mean, mean, if you can time travel and go here and there, it makes sense. Uh, I would love to see both of them come back. I love uh, Patrick Stewart, Professor X, and I love James McAvoy, Professor X. So, yeah, I'm all for that. Another thing is, not only will Benedict be playing Doctor Strange. He also might be playing Necromancer. Oh. I I have a theory. I don't know if you've seen the most recent episode of What If. But, I, I, no, I haven't started. I've only seen the movies. I don't really watch any of the, like, the shows. Uh, watch What If. That's all, all right. I can say. Uh, also, get down and watch some Loki, because that's going to be very important. Uh, yeah, once it gets closer, once I know when there's a release date, I'm going to watch it so it's fresh in my mind. Oh, yeah. That's, um, that's my plan. Because a lot of the stuff that's happening in No Way Home and Multiverse of Madness uh, is predicated upon Loki. So. Uh, is very key for the fourth phase. Yeah. Uh, there's okay. the. I'm not going to spoil anything, but yeah. Like, you, you, you are definitely going to need to watch it. <laughs> like, okay. Um, it says, Paul Bettany will be coming back as Vision. That makes sense. Wanda's in the um, movie. Smithy Chalamet will play Wiccan. I like that casting. I like that casting a lot. Um, um, especially, uh, I'm a big fan of Scarlet Witch and her children. Uh, I specifically love Brian Michael Bendis's, um Young Avengers because who doesn't like that um 
just give me my Hulkling and Wiccan series, and we'll be all set. <laughs> okay, um, Finn Jones will reprise his role as the Iron Fist. Do it right this time. Um, I love. I like Finn we'll... Jones. I just don't like his Danny Rand. <laughs> Two more people that are announced for this, and then I'm, I'm going to the next one. John Krasinski will play Captain America from a different universe. Don't, don't like it. I, I don't know how I feel. Don't I'm like okay it. Okay with it, but at the same time, it's confusing. Make him read Richards. Could he would be a really good Mister Fantastic? Do that. That would be amazing. Like, <laughs> um, and last one, Jennifer Lawrence will reprise her role as Mystique. That makes sense. I... Um, some of this makes sense, some of it doesn't. I don't know the validity of any of it. But, you know, we're, we're here to have fun. Yeah, exactly. uh, Next one. The um, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Yeah. Which will be, I guess it's coming out in 2023, so we still have a little bit of time. Still a little bit while to go, yeah. But uh, rumor is Titus O'Neil will have a role. Awesome. <laughs> okay with that. Green will reprise his role as Howard the Duck. Yes. I, I'm i um, okay Chris with Hemsworth this. Chris Hemsworth is coming back as Thor. Makes Just, sense. Okay, that makes sense. I, um, I wonder if the Guardians will appear in the Thor movie that happens before that. I'm, I believe it will. I believe so. I think it's all kind of culminating to a uh, Asgardians thing. Yeah. The Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, Zac Efron, Darcy, Mon uh, Darcy Montgomery... Or Lucas Till will be scheduled to play Adam Warlock. Yo, okay. Zac Efron as Adam Warlock is perfect casting. Just make it happen. Give it, you've been teasing Adam Warlock forever. He didn't show up in Zac Infinity Efron War. and old body paint? Come on. He didn't show up in Infinity War. He didn't show up in Endgame. Give him now. No, they have the end of it. I'll name him Adam. And then nothing... He better fucking show up. Exactly. <laughs> I've been waiting and I've been looking around. I'm like, when's Adam Warlock showing up? I need somebody else who can fucking just destroy everybody. Um, it's true. Okay. Um, I see. Lady though? Gaga will play Lila. Not mad at that. Um, Kate Valdez will play Wave. Okay. Beyonce Knowles will play Goddess. Maybe. Maybe. Joseph, and it says Joseph Gordon-Levitt will have a role, and Josh Brolin will reprise his role as Thanos somehow. How? I don't know how this... It, it may be like something where they like look back at the past. It's like something that was never back. shown in the previous movies, like something he said to somebody... I don't know, um, fuck it, multiverse. That wasn't in the movie. Multiverse, another Thanos, different Thanos, new Maybe. Thanos, blue Thanos. Oh shit! What if oh. Uh, Marvel? What if Thanos was blue? He only had three chin things instead of like seven. Damn! What if Thanos didn't have shit all over his face? <laughs> He'd be a clean, smooth boy. Smooth. I shall make everything smooth. Amazing. <laughs> Um, but we go from uh, what might be in movies that we talked about last uh, last episode. We what already is movies as Casey ran the gauntlet and 
Well, now you're I thought wrong. I would. I thought I was gonna be the stumper, but I wasn't. No. Just threw them some with some surprising turns and twists. Just a few. Um, I don't know what is online for me. Uh, I, I guess I'm doing Gauntlet. You're doing the the, uh, the doing the, Disney. The Disney movie Gauntlet. Yes. Um, I I don't know how many, and I don't know what movies. I already I know gonna... what's gonna win. It's in the middle of the list, but <laughs> we'll see. I don't. If you, if you feel confident, but I don't. I don't know. I'm. I have a lot of harsh opinions on some of them, and some of them I just don't give a flying fuck about. All right, let's figure it out. Let's, let's start let's up. Go. Uh, first up on the docket is The Little Mermaid and Up. Up. Up wins. Up is one of my one of my upper favorite ones. Even Ed Asner just died. I need to. I need to give him that. That's true. Uh, this is gonna be a uh, a purely nostalgia run. Um, <laughs> up versus Toy Story. Up. Up wins. Up. I don't like the first Toy Story too much. I guess that's fair, but you're allowed to be wrong. Um, <laughs> up versus Hocus Pocus. Ooh, that that is tough, but uh, I'm gonna pull a Casey again, and I'm gonna say up again. Well, shit. Uh, up versus Moana. Ooh, god damn it, Moana. Yeah. Moana, Moana as versus as new. As far as new Disney movies go, Moana is nearly perfect. Oh yeah, no, I love Moana. I've seen it like four, five, six, I seven, eight, nine, ten times. Like I don't know what would make it perfect, but it's as close as I could think it to be perfect. Oh yeah. All right, and now we have uh, Moana versus Brink. Brink. B R I N K. Moana, got you. Moana. I like Brink a lot, and it's one of my things that I watch all the time. But Moana is just so good. Mm-hmm. Moana versus The Lion King. Moana. I don't even give a flying fuck. All right. Mo- next to The Lion King, I, I'm gonna get hate for it. Moana is so much better. Moana versus Wreck-It Ralph. Damn it. I really like Wreck-It Ralph. I'm on a Wreck-It. Who wins? Uh, no, Moana, Moana, though. But Moana. It, it was fucking close. All right. Uh, Moana versus Halloween Town. The first one, not Calabax Revenge. This one? Uh, no, then Moana gets this one. Okay. Moana versus Monsters, Inc. This is this is gonna be very boring. I'm sorry, everybody, but Moana gets it again. <laughs> uh, how does Moana stand up against the Goofy movie, or Goofy movie? First one. Yeah. Still gotta give it to Moana. All right. Uh, Moana versus the Muppets. Oh, the the first movie, the Muppet movie. Yeah. First movie of the Muppet movie is so good. I cry every time. Muppet, Muppets. Alright, Muppets versus Beauty and the Beast. Muppets. <laughs> I do it. Uh, Muppets versus Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo, at the time, was like a cinematic masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, actually... I gotta, I gotta deliberate with myself for a second. That's fine. There's Take so all the time cri- you need. There's so much criteria with this, cause like, I know. the movie is good, but there's parts of it where I'm like, meh. And I like all of Finding Nemo, but like, it was more revolutionary. 
The Muppet movie or Finding Nemo? I, I mean, right. I think it's Muppet movie, honestly. But uh, is that your final answer? Yeah. yeah. Muppets. Muppets win. Okay. Uh, Muppets versus Flubber. <laughs> I forgot about that movie. Uh, it's okay, me M too. Muppets. Muppets. It was a good movie, but Muppets is better. That's true. Um... Let's see, what wins? The Muppets or uh, Tim Burton's Frankenweenie? Oh, Tommy, why the fuck you do this to me? I love Frankenweenie. Haha. <laughs> um, uh, I'll, I'll give it to Frankenweenie. I'll give it to Frankenweenie. Give it to Frankenweenie? Alright. It, it probably wouldn't have gotten past Muppets if it was uh, like another Muppets movie, but... Frankenweenie's really good. Okay, well that brings us to Frankenweenie versus Luca. 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 Luca was great. Feel you on that. Uh, Luca versus Up, Up, and Away. Luca. Luca versus Sword in the Stone. Okay. Luca. Okay. <laughs> Luca. Luca versus Onward, which, by the way... Galamere the movie. Just saying. Sad movie, but I love Onward so much. Onward. Yeah. Onward versus Smart House. Uh, that it's Onward by a mile. Onward versus the Aristocats. Onward. Onward versus the Peanuts movie. Is that technically Disney? It's on the list. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. I have that movie right here. <laughs> she probably looked at the shelf. Is it a Walt Disney the Corporation? I don't believe. I mean, it, it appears on I A... I don't believe. It appears on ABC. God damn it. I, I, I have it in the house. But, uh... The Luca versus Peanuts... Uh, oh, it's uh, Onward, onward. versus Peanuts. Yeah. Onward. Alright, uh, Onward versus Ratatouille. Onward. Alright. That was extremely close. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, that, you had to get up and make sure that it was, in fact, Disney. I'm gonna argue Still that... Still don't even know. I mean, <laughs> I'm gonna argue that, yes, because it's on ABC every year, so... Um, let's move on to Onward versus Xenon Girl of the 21st Century. Oh, for the fact that you brought it up, I needed to do this. Boom, boom, zoom, 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 you make my heart go boom, boom, my supernova girl. I have to, I have um, to leave. I have to leave now. Uh, why the, why the fuck does Protozoa look like Nigel McGuinness? That's it. I'm, I'm, I'm podcast <laughs> over. Um... I still think Onward. That's a very good choice. Um, Onward versus Lilo and Stitch. I gotta give it to Onward again. That makes sense. Uh, I never had a connection really to Lilo and Stitch. It was a good movie, but I never, never got into it as much as my friends did. That that does make sense. Um, Onward versus Cinderella. Cinderella, Cinderella. Assuming, I'm assuming the original. Yeah. 
Not the um, not the live action remake or whatever. Yeah, the live action one was terrible. The first one's good. It's not as good as Onward. Did they make a live action? They made Maleficent. Uh, yeah. Um. Or is that Sleeping Cinderella. Beauty? I don't remember. Oh, you're thinking Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. That, that was a plan to do to do a Sleeping Beauty, but they didn't do it yet. Well, Onward wins. Onward wins. There you go. Onward versus Soul. Very good. I watched movie. both of these in the same day, uh, and I had like a fucking existential crisis. That makes sense because both of those movies are very good and very sad. Very relatable. Very relatable. Yeah, a lot of heart. Yeah, one that's like, my life is passing me by. I'm a musician. I want to strive, but I like I I feel like I'm a failure. And the other one's just like, I never met my dad, but like I. I miss him, and I want to fucking, like, remember him. It's like, God damn it, why are these both so relatable? That's but it, it's so close, but it's Onward again. Onward that again. Onward. That, I knew that was coming. Uh, onward versus Sleeping Beauty. Fuck Sleeping Beauty. Onward. Yeah, fuck Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping Beauty sucks. How are you going to kiss girl while I'm asleep? taking a nap in a house full of midgets. Oh, I got a movie now. <laughs> All right. Onward, that's Snow White. Beauty. Snow White in the Seven Drawers. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> still, still napping. Still fucking napping. I fucking... I wish this was a video podcast. Because I caught a glimpse of my face when you're like, sleeping in the house with seven... And I was like... Oh, face just went... Oh, what? Like... <laughs> Psych right now. Alright, it's the last one. Uh, Onward versus the Rescuers. Onward. Onward. Onward wins the Disney. I barely remember the Rescuers, so it's like. Must not have had a good impact on me. Galamir the movie wins the fucking <laughs> Disney Battle Royal. Gauntlet? It's a gauntlet. Galamir? Oh, okay, okay, yeah, never mind. Yeah, think about the two characters. I was like, wait, did I say something wrong? (laughs) No, 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 no. Think about the two characters in that movie and think about Jesse and Joey. I know. (laughs) I remember the reference afterwards. I got stuck there for a second. I was like, wait a minute, did I say something wrong? Did I not say onward? Oh, no, it's great because they both, um, I think they both have uh, hero clicks. Uh, of the two characters that they keep with their gear. It's pretty funny. Now, if you would have said Muppets Christmas Carol, should have in space, I should have just changed Islands, it. Those would all be the winner. I should have just changed it to, to one of those. It's all good. We, we ran the gauntlet, and it looked like Moana was going to be unstoppable. But Onward, uh, Onward took it. Onward took it. I don't know how, I think it was mostly Onward that, it was mostly Milano for the run. Onward hit, um, got all the heavy hitters out of the way. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, with that, I'm going to be working on a couple more uh, reviews. Let's go. know that uh, Devin normally does reviews, both written or the drunk versions on YouTube. Yeah, working on a couple EP and album reviews. Uh, one for the new Mouth Breather album, Yo. and one for the new uh, Born in Demise, uh, Born from Demise. 
Oh, the uh, homies. Edward Valley's back. Yeah, the homies. I'm working on one for both of them. So I don't know when it's going to come out. I've been swamped with literally everything. But keep an eye out for that. Uh, keep an eye out for awesome wrestling content on all of the indie movements uh, platforms. On Instagram, we're on Twitter, and we're on TikTok. Damn. That's and a make lot sure of you follow Just Plain Filthy on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Seeing as we're not on Facebook anymore. Yeah, that's a thing that happened, and I keep uh, you know what it. we can we can all post about it on our own things and get better reach without Facebook fucking us. Yeah, that's true. That's always good, and then we're not going to get reported for me posting something. Th- that's also true. <laughs> no more uh, meetings about. You can't post cum coming out of a gun into a woman's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? The H R. Um, speaking of things that I have posted, uh, we were gonna talk about it last episode, but I saw it a couple more days before the date was set. Yeah. I released the first single off the new album. That's true. A song called Compliance. Yes. It slaps. released the day before I went on my vacation a couple weeks ago. Nice. So we're going to give this to all of you for those who did not check it out yet. Hell, uh, yeah. Have a good night. This is Kill Murray, me, with Compliance, featuring BZ Badass. Hell yeah, I will see y'all in October. <laughs> uh, because if you say that getting the money is the most important thing, you will spend your life completely wasting your time. You'll be doing things you don't like doing in order to go on living, that is to go on doing things you don't like doing, which is stupid. Better to have a short life that is full of what you like doing than a long life spent in a miserable way. They ask you what you wanna be They fucking laugh like it's not good enough And life's tough, you know that stuff But show enough God forbid you make a choice to bring you happiness Sit young and have a passion, a game plan But doubt sits in, why's it a problem? I don't wanna be a problem starter To work harder, earn keep and be a martyr I would rather die true to myself Than be living a dream thought up by somebody else and they'll persuade you like that shit gon' help And be a cop, make your money, praying on bad health Be a servant, have a dream, that's trying to chase that wealth Or you can throw it all away to go up bet on yourself It's like the adolescence, trial, error, and learning lessons He isn't spent in all the classes, so pay attention Free was a blessing, fuck them all, feel the tension Escape that shit, cause determination will be a weapon But know the game, move like a vet Life is a one-way runway, I move like a jet Keep my moves private, keep flying Cause I don't like regret Money over y'all, but time overall How my mind is set Basic, give a loan for your home While the ink's to wet Wait for you to slip up So they can make more off the debt When I say hustle, they thinking That I just mean collect I'm talking doing what you love To make sure that the ends are met Staff infection flow They gon' feel me, but they don't yet I don't comply, I won't change I won't fret Walk to the beat of my own 
drum for my own set Never playing into agendas until my own's met Fuck you acting hard for, no matter who you are bro Cause if you wise, you know that then they out you just a barcode My vision not the box, my mind too sharp, it cut the cardboard If you ain't finna use it, what the hell you need the heart for? Only tell you what you're gonna be The mold you mind to be another hand up in the